Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. Good morning. That's framing. Good morning. Good morning. 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 Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. 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 Good morning. See y'all coming in. So Casey and Gary and Tracy, Sharon. Hey, Andrea. <laughs> Don't make me cut up. Don't make me cut up. Do not make me cut up. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. <laughs> hey, Kaya. Hey, Odell. Good morning, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Instagram, good morning, good morning. I feel like um, a little kid. I don't know if I've told some of you that um, my mom says I've always done this thing when I'm happy, mostly when I have food. Uh, well, good morning, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha Johnson, your host, Test with the most is for today. And I'm so grateful to be with you, to be before you, um, to share the word of God with you this morning. We are Facebook Live and Instagram Live. For my Instagram viewers, this is the last morning we will be Instagram Live from this morning forward. We will be using Instagram TV. Instagram has a new platform. And also, for those of you on Facebook, um, we will have a new look in the morning. Very, very excited about what happens this morning. And I'm going to share my story. My lips are normally not painted. My lips are painted this morning because I'm celebrating. Everybody knows how I feel about lipstick. My girls do. So I said I was celebrating this morning with a little lipstick. Um, and I'll share with you why. I am celebrating. God is so faithful. He's so perfect. And he is so, so good. Like better than I can even explain to you. So let me pray and get started for the day. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you, Lord God, for being Jehovah Jireh, our provider. We thank you, Lord God, for being Elohim, all that we need, El Shaddai, Jehovah Shema, the God of so much more. 
Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for protecting us from dangers that we may not have even seen last night, Lord God. Thank you for your hedge of protection. Thank you for um, breathing the breath of life in us, giving us the activities of our limbs. Thank you, Lord God, for food and for shelter and for clothing, Lord God. I thank you for a sound mind, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for giving me the opportunity to be able to commune with the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord God, for taking care of me even when I jack things up. I thank you, Lord God, for being the most, the most high God, the supreme being, the person with the final say-so. Now bless the people today, Lord God. Let the word not fall on deaf ears. Let it be implanted in their hearts so that they can go and multiply for your glory alone. And let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength. You are my redeemer. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. So um, welcome, welcome, welcome. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I want to share something with you. And you guys know I love sharing my testimony. I wrote a post on Facebook the other day about being the tall girl and how when I was younger and didn't understand how, how I was um, or how um, God created me, um, people used to tease me by my, about my height and how much it impacted me. If you're not my personal Facebook friend, um, I can't accept any more personal Facebook requests, but you can follow me and keep up. I share things on that page that don't always go to LakeishaMJohnson.com or LMJ Ministries, which on another thing, if you are not following me on LMJ Ministries, go. That's the ministry page. Um, sometimes I share things there and as we are making several different changes, you'll see some things there that may not be on LakeishaMJohnson.com. So tap into the ministry page as well. Go share it, invite people in, go like and follow whatever it is you do. I'd appreciate that. Also the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. We're going to have great updates. Go subscribe to our mail outs at LakeishaMJohnson.com. And do me a favor and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Um, I've been promising y'all some changes going to come. They really are coming this week. We're working really, really hard. And videos will no longer on here be on here more than two weeks. Everything will be uploaded on the YouTube channel. So if you want to play back, you want to go see something old that we've seen, you got to start catching that on the YouTube channel. So let's get in the word for today. If you haven't shared the video, go drop it on someone's timeline. Social media is one of the biggest ways to share the gospel. So let's not be ashamed of the gospel. Let's get the gospel out there. So today I want to talk to you about God does provide. God does provide. Um, and trusting God to provide for me was a very hard place Um I have worked very hard in school, um, and I understand now it's all for God's glory. I did not understand everything I was doing when I first went to college. I didn't understand everything about my purpose when I was getting degrees, but I understand now more than anything what all of this was about, how God has used all of it for his greater glory. I have a bachelor's degree, and I'm going to tell you why I'm telling you this. I have a master's degree. Um, I'm ABD and a PhD at the University of North Texas. So I have all these things. I've done certificates, trainings, all of that other stuff. 
And um, June 30th of 2017, God just clearly, and he started in March, it was before June, God started talking to me about walking away from teaching. I was a college professor at the University of Arkansas at Palm Bluff, had been teaching college for 12 years. I had my own little life plan um, that I had decided that I was going to work my way up in education. I wanted to eventually become a dean of students, maybe, maybe even a chancellor of a university. And I don't know that I won't go back that way. I just know right now that this is the path that God has for me. And so June 30th of last year, um, I walked away from my teaching position. I clearly had heard God, um, I know it was him. It was confirmed in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Even as I resigned my position, my chair, who um, was really a dope chair, a couple days later came in and said, I need to tell you something. I, no, he, I was walking by. He said, hey, Lakeisha. I'm like, yeah, Jerry, how are you? And he said, I need to share something with you. And I said, what is it? He said, I had a dream about you. And he begins to share this dream. And the very unique thing about his dream, it was the same dream that my son had had um, a few months earlier. And it was just confirmation that I was making the very best decision. God had started talking to me in Jeremiah 29 and 11. And that's one of those other scriptures sometimes that has been misreported. And people will tell you, well, God was talking to the Israelites. He was saying what he was saying to them. But the reality becomes, even though God was talking to the Israelites, it still applies today. And I love God. A lot of times when he wants to talk to you about something, he'll use a parallel in the Bible to encourage you. And so he has started encouraging me prior to um, me making this transition. Didn't even realize it had got Jeremiah 29 and 11 tattooed on my shoulder, everything. And I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your own land. There is so much in that scripture. I'm not getting ready to break that down. A lot of times because we've built our own careers or we've decided our own paths, right? Um, we think that we're walking freely. And a lot of times we're actually really walking captive and we're captive by what we feel is a lot. And God is like, that's just a limited part of what I have to show you. And so he was bringing me out of what I feel like was my captivity of how I thought, oh, Holy Spirit, thank you for that, of how I thought God provided, of how I thought God gave you resources. He was bringing me out of that captivity and bringing me into his marvelous, marvelous life showing me how he wanted to provide for me. Another scripture that he really kept me, really kept me going, God kept speaking to me was Romans 8 28. And it says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. For God knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son so that his son would be the first among, firstborn among many brothers and sisters. 
and having chose them. That was another scripture. Um, and even before I left, um, it went back to, um, and I actually thought I was moving and it wasn't about me moving. It was about me expanding and getting out my own way. Um, and we go to Genesis 12 and one. Um, and uh, the very first scripture, I got a prophetic word. I actually got it twice. And it said, the Lord had said to Abraham, leave your native country, your relative and your father's family, go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on the earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham departed as the Lord had instructed and Lot went with him. However, Lot was not supposed to go with Abraham. And I've learned in this process, there are some people that were not supposed to go with me. And if I picked up anybody that wasn't supposed to go. But those were the things that the Lord kept speaking to me. I want to be clear and tell you, number one, if God is making you or going to shift you, he is going to provide confirmation. Do not move until you get confirmation. Don't move until you have heard from the Lord clearly. Sit still until you've heard all of God's instructions for what comes next. So June 3rd, before June 30th in March, I had heard the Lord tell me it's time for you to leave teaching. And I want you to focus on your nonprofit and I want you to focus on ministry. Had no idea I was getting ready to call this thing the ministry. Um, I was like, okay, I'm going to go focus on my nonprofit organization, Sickle Cell Support Services. And the Lord said, no, we're getting ready to walk in ministry full time. It just so happens that Sickle Cell Support Services is a part of your ministry. But we getting ready to call this thing, we're going to call it a spade a spade. We're getting ready to call this thing what it is. And we're going to walk into ministry at a full time capacity for what I want to do through you can't have you tied to anybody else's schedule. And, and I'm going to tell you, it was very difficult uh, because I am a widow because that was the salary that I felt like sustained us. That was what I felt like we needed to do. That's what I felt like was the best thing ever for me. And um, so when he walked away and said, hey, no, we're, we're walking out of familiarity, Lakeisha. We're breaking out of what your norm is. We're walking away from what you thought you needed into the more. And the more this morning, even when I was reading Jeremiah 29, what stuck out significantly was some, I'm taking you out of captivity. A lot of times um, for those of us that are called into greater, we use our jobs as our life source and God never intended for our jobs to be out of our life source. So he started telling me, get, get out, go by. You got to go um, from me. You got to go. Um, Abraham, um, I mean, Genesis 17, 18 and 17, the Lord said, should I hide my plan from Abraham? That's what he was talking to Abraham. For Abraham will certainly become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth will be blessed through him. If God singles you out, if God singles you out, he's going to give you the directions. If he singles you out, he's going to give you the directions. There's no way God is going to single you out, call you to something, not give you the directions, not give you the instructions. But I will tell you this. He may not tell you everything, 
you're going to really have to learn how to trust him. So in this process, he singled me out. He says to me, he says, walk away. I need you to walk away from this thing. And I need you to walk into what I'm trying to tell you. Um, so at the point that I got in, got confirmation, I really was like, you know what? I'm going to get on this thing. I'm about to move in this thing. And I'm just going to move in. I don't, I don't understand it all. I'm just going to get out here and move. Um, I know what you're saying to me. I've heard you clearly. And I need to make sure, I need to make sure that I move according to your plan. Because here's the thing that I do know. When you don't move according to his plan, when you take this upon yourself to kind of do this your own way, you're going to mess some stuff up. And so I had to get very still. Um, and that's the scripture, be still and know that I'm God. Psalms 46 and 10. I had to get very still. I had to understand, to learn, discern, and to discern God's voice above anyone else. And then I had to learn something tremendously, which means God is my source. God is my source. I had to learn God is my source. And a lot of us say that we understand God is our source. But when you understand God is your source, then there's no contingency. There's no backup plan. And there was something that God told me to do in the very beginning. And he showed me the other day. He said, I told you something and you didn't listen. I tapped into some money I wasn't supposed to tap into. Y'all know I like being transparent. He had told me not to touch my 401k and I touched my 403b plan anyway. And I know that because I touched it and I did not repent for touching it because I thought that's what he wanted me to do. But he had told me not to touch it. He told me to trust him in this process. And I touched it anyway. Like I went into the process anyway and I touched it and God was like, no, I'm trying to significantly show you something, Lakeisha. I'm trying to teach you who I am for a provider. So one of the very first things he taught me, um, first of all, was Proverbs 8 and 33. Listen to my instructions and be wise and do not disregard it. Do Listen to my instructions, not what you feel is necessary, not what you feel like is okay. That's why I tell people, anybody that's going to walk in ministry full-time, any, anybody that's going to walk in their purpose full-time, you better be sure you better get clear. You need to be strong at heart. You can't just walk this thing out if you're the faint at heart. You got to be strong in this. And so Proverbs 8, listen to my instructions wise and do not regard it. Don't regard what I say. So I know some of the things that I would have seen earlier, I did not see as early because I disregarded his instructions. I did not follow the instructions for that time and he was trying to teach me something. See, God as your source doesn't look the way that you think it's supposed to look. That's not what God as your source looks like. You don't get to have a contingency. You don't get to have a black backup plan. You don't get to decide what it looks like. God as your source is just that. God is your source. And he showed me something else. Numbers 20, 11, And it says, we'll go back to the 10th. It says, then Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly in front of the rock. And Moses said to them, listen now, you rebels. Must we bring you water out of this rock? See, they had already um, they had already tapped the rock based on the instructions of the Lord, right? So then the people were worrying the heck out of Moses. So Moses made a decision. Well, then I'm going to go and tap the rock again. So then Moses raised his hand 
struck the rock twice with the staff so that a great amount of water gushed out and then the congregation and their livestock were able to drink. But in verse 12, the Lord says, but the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust me to show my holiness in the sight of Israel, you will not bring this assembly into the land I have given them. See, the Lord, when he is clear, he is very clear. And I showed you here, he, I showed you here where he told Abraham, there's no way I'm going to bring you to something and not provide for you. There's no way I'm going to deposit a dream or something in you. And the provision is not there. What you got to learn how to do is hear my voice above your own. Hear my voice above, above your environment. <laughs> hear my voice above your environment. Um, when I tapped into my 401k for me or 403b, I thought it was plausible because of my children. Like I justified, okay, well, I can pay all my bills up because of my children when i tell you that money ran out that money ran out and then i was looked to see i was looked to such a situation to find god as my source i want to read something to you after genesis 22 um abraham's faith is tested and it says sometime later god tested abraham's faith abraham god called he said yes he replied here I am. He said, take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, whom you love so much, and go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. The next morning, Abraham got up early. He settled his donkey and took two of his servants with him, along with his son, Isaac. Then he chopped wood for a fire for a burnt offering and set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day of their journey, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He told Isaac, he said, stay here with the donkey, Abraham told the servants, and then said, the boy and I will travel a little farther. We will worship there, and we will come right back. So Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders while he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them walked on together, Isaac turned to Abraham and said, Father, uh, Abraham said, yes, my son. He said, we have the fire and the wood, but where is the sheep for the burnt offering? At this moment, Abraham says to him, God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son, Abraham answered. And they both walked on together. When they arrived at the place where God had told him to God, go, told him to go, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Do not lay a hand on the boy, the angel said. Do not hurt him in any way. For now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me, even your son, your only son, that Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by its horns in a thicket. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in the place of his son. Abraham named this place Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. To this day, they, they still use that name as a proverb. On the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided for. God does provide. God does provide like God does provide. I'm living example that God does provide. And the, the key thing that I had to learn was God is my source. Not my 401k plan not my job at UABB, not LMJ Ministries, not sickle cell support services. I'm telling you, I've had to learn God has provided. I can't even tell you where the source is. 
of my income come from? I'm just going to be real. It's not because a bunch of people are sowing. There are some people that sow into LMJ Ministries. There are some people that give into Sickle Cell. It's not because my budget for either of these things are huge. I promise. I, don't, I can't explain to you how what gets done gets done with the exception God provides, with the exception that he is Jehovah Jireh, with the exception that I just made a decision to sell out to him. But the thing that I had to come in terms with was not to look for the source. Abraham was so sure in the fact that God would provide that he prophetically spoke. Come on now, that he prophetically spoke to Isaac and said, the Lord will provide a sheep. The Lord, because see, he already knew that God had already told him, I'm giving you a son, I'm giving you a seed that would be multiplied and be the father. You're going to be the father of many nations. So if God blessed him with Isaac, he had to have a plan. And so I had to take it in my heart that he blessed me with this nonprofit organization, that he blessed me with this ministry, that he would provide for me, that he would provide for my sons, that he would provide for what was in my heart. God does simply provide. He simply provides. If you will ever figure out that you don't look to your job as the source, you don't look to your husband as the source, you don't look to where it's coming from, and that you will only get set in your head that it comes from him, I'm telling you, he will provide. I don't look to a particular person, a particular sources, because streams and sources, the rock dried up. Moses tapped the rock again because he had no business doing it. The rock dried up. God was trying to teach Moses, no, I'm your source. I'm the one I, you need to trust. I'm the one that's going to provide for you. I know none of this makes absolutely any sense, Lakeisha. I know walking away from the thing that has sustained you, you're a single mom now with kids, with bills, and I'm asking you to walk away from this thing and to trust me at a capacity. But what I'm telling you is, I've already told you, I know the plans. I've already told you, I'm gonna provide for you. I'm already told you, all things work together for those that love the Lord. I've already told you this. If you would just set your face, your thoughts, your affections, everything on me, I promise you, I'm going to take care of you. Now, will I tell you like Abraham, the tests won't come? The tests have come. I'm telling you, there was a time in here where it looked like there was absolutely nothing in my refrigerator. And the craziest part was God told me not to talk. He still won't let me talk about my needs to people. He still won't let me tell people what it is I stand in need of. But what he has said to me, just baby, trust me. Don't complain. Don't murmur. Rejoice always. I remember two weeks, I really didn't have any food in my refrigerator. And God still set up a situation. My grandmother had died. Our family had not come in yet. And food was coming to the house. And my mom was calling me every day. Come get this food. Come get this food. It's too much food here. Come get this food. Even in the worst situation, God provided and my refrigerator stayed full absolutely all like all week 
all week long, but I learned to trust him as my source. I did not have, a, when we moved in this apartment, I did not have living room furniture. I had given my furniture to my son to make sure he had stuff for his apartment. Um, I did not have a washer and dryer. I'm telling you, God provided. I washed clothes at the laundromat. I packed them up. It was hard. It was tiresome sometimes, but I made in my decision that I wasn't going to complain, that I was going to continue to rejoice in everything in me. And I've watched him from June 30th to July 1, take care of LMJ. But I had to make up my mind that he was my source. And when God provided for me, he did Ephesians 3 and 20 exceedingly abundantly above. When furniture, when people, when I got a phone call and was like, look, I want to bless you with some furniture. It just wasn't used furniture. It was brand new furniture and the furniture that I wanted so that my living room could look. When I got the phone call about my washer and dryer, it wasn't just any kind of washer and dryer. It was a front loader, brand new, LG, beautiful washer and dryer. So he does exceedingly abundantly above if you will walk in love if you will take heart, if you will trust the plan that God has for you, I promise you he will provide and take, he will put you on the heart. You think God going to call you to something and not provide for you? You think he going to call to you and not provide for you? He will put you on the heart of men and women. People will start saying, I was thinking about you, or I, I chose to sow into you, but it's connected to, or God told me to tithe into your ministry or give into your ministry. People, at my lowest moments, I've watched God completely supply, completely supply every day. Give me this day my daily bread. Give me this day my daily bread is what I have to tell him every day. Give me, I, I, can't, I can't worry, take no, take no thought about tomorrow. He said that in Matthew. Why are you worried? Why are you anxious? Why are you consumed about what you wear? Why are you consumed about what you wear? Why are you consumed about what you eat? You don't have time. All I got time to do is focus on this vision and this mission that he has for me. And I'm telling you that God will provide for you. Psalms 4610, be still. Be still and know that I am God and trust me at the capacity to provide for your life. We're so used to providing for ourselves and being self-sufficient that we don't know how to trust God. Somebody told me the other day, they were like, you're just, you're just too independent. That's probably why you ain't married. I'm not independent. I'm God dependent. I can't depend on me. If I'm independent and I depend on me, I'm going to jack some stuff up. I told y'all I, I tapped into a source that I had no business tapping into. Now, no, put my credit cards up. Rely on nothing, trust nothing, keep my ear to him and learning him to provide for me at a capacity. Philippians 4, 19, and my God shall supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. It didn't say some of your needs. It said every need of yours. And then I even put the word out on it and I said, you know what? Lord, I need you to be even bolder for me. I need you to bless even my mistakes to prosper. I need you to bless my mistakes to prosper. I got into some debt. I need you to bless that to prosper too. Bless even my mistakes to prosper. But I know him as Jehovah Jireh because I have learned to trust him to be the only thing 
that to provide for me. I can't tell you where it comes from. I can't pinpoint a source. Um, I, I don't do a whole lot of begging. I don't do a whole, I don't do that. He's not even told me to talk about what my needs are. I stand in needs of things every day. But what I've learned, I could keep a journal that says my abundance supply book. I walk out, I'm gonna shut down today. Here's my needs for today. This is what I need to pay. This is what I need to see happen. Now you press it upon wherever you got to press it upon. I don't care if it's a little bunny foo-foo hopping out the woods. Wherever you got to get it from, I, you told me you're going to take care of me. I remind him of things. You said you had me. You said you're going to take care of me. You asked me to walk in ministry full time. You asked me to pursue this nonprofit full time. You told me some things. This is the way that we're going. Then, hey, I need you to provide and take care of me. And people will say, oh, a man don't work, don't eat. I work hard every day. I promise you I do. I work hard every day to serve the people that I'm supposed to serve. People don't understand when people, when God calls people to walk in ministry, people are like, well, they can work a job. Well, what if God's plan for somebody is not to work a regular job? What if his plan for somebody is to live by faith and to be out and really serve the people of God, then the people of God, because it says over in Philippians that the gift to the body is the preacher, the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist, that they are the gift to the body. And if God called us to be the gift to the body, then God will take care of us. God will take care of us. That's why I'll tell anybody, don't stay nowhere where don't nobody want you. And God said that. God told Abraham that very early. He said, go. And he said, I'll cause everything to fall in place. He said, but if they won't say, bless, I'll bless those who bless you. And I'm going to curse those who curse you. That's what he said. I'll bless those who bless you. And I'm going to curse those who curse you. When he sent the 70 out, he told him, he said, don't take nothing with you. Don't take nothing with you. He said, and when you go, <laughs> you bless the place. And if they don't accept you, then you, you go, shake the dust off your feet, and I will deal with them accordingly. But looking, but that's because he was teaching them that God is the source. Nothing else is your source, not your job, not nobody around you, not your husband, not your son, not what. God is your source. Hebrews eleven six 6, it says, and without faith it's impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. If you, if you will seek God diligently, not for things, not even necessarily provision. I expect him to provide for me, but that's not what I seek after him for. I seek after him because I know I can't do anything without him. I seek after him because he is my life source. He is the water. He is the living water. He is what I need. He called me to purpose. He's the person that ordained and positioned me for everything he did. So that's why I seek after him. It says Psalms 81 and 10. I'm the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide with expectancy and I will Fill it. I will fill it. I will fill it. So if you're going to walk this thing out and show God provide, don't look to a particular source. Follow the instructions that he gave you. Don't look to a particular source. Follow the instructions that he gave you. Thank you for that, Carla. 
Follow him. Don't look. Don't look to a particular source. Don't, don't follow the instructions he gave. Absolutely, don't not do what he doesn't tell you to do. Don't don't do anything you ain't got no business doing because it delays. It delays what needs to come yet next. And then of course Matthew six and thirty three. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. As you're seeking God and you're walking, things will be added. As I started seeking God and walking, I got furniture in the living room. As I started seeking God and walking, I got a new washer and dryer. As I started seeking God and walking, everything else was added unto me. So my focus is on him and I'm just seeking God and walking and definitely coming to his gates with thanksgiving. Definitely make sure whatever you do, you have an attitude of gratitude. Like you need an attitude of gratitude in this thing. Do not do this thing without an attitude of gratitude. Be grateful. Remember, if you're having weak moments, remember what he did for you before and watch what God will do for you again. Proverbs 10 and 3 says, the Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. If you're living righteous, God is not going to let you go hungry. I promise you, he is not. Psalms 18 and 2, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my only stronghold. He is my only struggle. Let me pray for you. Let me bless you this day. Let me pray for you. If there is anyone on here that is not accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior, here is the opportunity. I just want you to know, Lord, please forgive me for my sins. I'm a sinner. Here I am. Stand before you. I am repenting of all my sins. I am acknowledging you as the one and only true God. And I want to accept you into my life as Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. I promise that's simple. You can email us at contact us at justbeinglmj.com and let us pray with you. Now I want to speak a blessing over you today. May the Lord be with you. May he guide you. May he protect you. May he cover you in all you do. And may you learn him today as the one true provider for you. Jehovah Jireh, expect nothing less then God provide for you. May the blessing of the Lord be upon you every way, every in every way, and may everything, everything that you put your hands to prosper, prosper like never before. Well, I love you guys. We were supposed to be starting, we were supposed to still be talking about love this week, but I definitely had to share that with you. One year anniversary, walking in full-time ministry, walking in full-time business walking in full-time entrepreneurship. I can't tell you. I, I tell my friends, my new thing that I say is, I don't know when, I don't know where, I don't know how, but I do know God. I don't know when, where, how, I don't know, but I do know God. And I know that God is Jehovah provider. He is Jehovah Jireh. God does provide. Now, y'all know what I'm going to say. I love you so much. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go love on someone else. If you came in late, remember there's some changes coming tomorrow to LMJ Ministries, Akisha M. Johnson. We will no longer be YouTube Live. We will be Instagram TV. After tomorrow, Facebook will have a different look. Y'all just pray for us. Continue to pray for the ministry. Um, so give into the ministry. All the links are provided below. We love you so much. We love you so, 
so, so much. I need y'all to do, a fa- do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God through you. Someone needs to know how much God loves them. And guess what? You're the conduit. They need to see it through you. See you back here at 5 a.m. in the morning. Invite someone else in. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.